words to call the people that uh, whoa, whoa, are interested whoa. We're in... We're <laughs> G-rated here. What are you doing? So, welcome to the second podcast, the first official podcast. I'm Mary Elizabeth, your artist-in-chief, and introducing our producer and uh, technician extraordinaire. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Johnny Mono. How are you doing, dear? I am hanging in there. Uh, got some strange tooth pain going on. It might be sympathy pains for you. Who knows? Oh, no. Tooth pain. Right? You wouldn't know anything about that. Well, for those of you who don't know, I had a tooth pulled and braces put on, so if I am lisping extra, that is why. So if I was to go somewhere next door to, say, Saskatchewan, uh, could I get some Szechuan food in Saskatchewan? Do you know of any Szechuan places in Saskatchewan? Szechuan chicken in Saskatchewan. <laughs> I'm doing better. Yeah. I've had them for about a week. The first three days there, that was pretty funny. Excellent. Yeah, I'd say you're doing pretty well. Your uh, your recovery seems to be going pretty decently, and uh, yeah, I, I don't think, think so. you lisp as bad as you think you do. I know I've been subjecting you to a whole host of extra soup content more than we usually eat. Would we say like maybe Szechuan Saskatchewan soups? <laughs> I haven't gone there yet, but that's a good idea. Hey, we can look into that. Right. So yeah, my diet's changed a lot. A lot of smoothies. So if anybody has any cool smoothie rec- recipes, I would uh, I would take that on. Szechuan Saskatchewan smoothies. That might be more considered a hot soup unless a cold drink to nourish Savory my body. Smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I want to talk to some people. We went to someplace cool earlier today. Um, I was laughing, or not today, earlier this month, I should say, today. I was like, what were you doing um, while I was sleeping? I was laughing because there's a lot of anacronyms there, but the PRGE, Portland Retro Gaming Expo, and then NWCGE, what is that, Northwest Classic Gamers Enthusiasts? Sure, that sounds great. So there was a swap meet. Things were swapped. People were <laughs> met. <laughs> so what went on at this swap meet? Because this is the first time that I have not volunteered to help and just kind of checked out and tuned in. <laughs> what went on, you say? Well, the first and foremost thing, lunchtime finds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the locals that are part of the uh, retro gaming up here in the Northwest area will get that joke. You had to explain that to me. Yeah, a little bit of an inside joke, but uh, yeah, it, Actually, it's kind of funny because most of the deals that were made seem to be right about lunchtime, so that seemed to work out pretty well. I think that's when it really picked up, because we were there to help your buddy out. Yep, exactly. Those of you uh, in the know understand that that's Dr. Nintendo of YouTube fame. So, uh, with the bigger events, I normally offer to help you guys out. This time, I just came as the tag-along wife and got to sit in a chair and wander around and talk to people and look at all the nerd stuff. Yep, so we were there selling repros and translations, different game hacks, as we are known to do. But uh, yeah, a lot of other people just brought uh, classic gaming and some some newer stuff as well. I ended up picking up some PS3 games that I think we can play together. Yeah, I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. That is a controller that I'm not really used to. It feels very strange in my hands, but also I'm somebody who started out on the Xbox and moved on to the 360. So PS controllers are a lot lighter. Yeah, and you started on what was arguably the worst controller in modern history. (laughs) Everybody hates the original Xbox controller. And yeah, I'm just, I prefer that format with the buttons and the the D-pad and the toggle sticks, whatever those are called, officially. Yeah, there's there's too much going on there. I like my two buttons on my Nintendo controllers personally. True. That's just me being old school. In this day and age of the Wii U, that giant screened controller. Ah, yes, which you seem to be doing pretty well with. I enjoy that, yeah. 
Well, speaking of, you got me a new controller for the Wii U that I haven't tried yet that looks a little bit like an Xbox controller to me. Eh, Xbox controller. Shashkachiwan, shashwan, smoothie soup. You guys are going to be hearing that a lot from me. I have difficulty when I talk fast to enunciate, so... But if it doesn't say micro-machines, it's not the real thing. Micro-machines. <laughs> More so for the talking fast. Yes. I don't know if you remember those commercials. I don't. Ah, uh, well... Our listening audience, there's probably some folks that remember that guy. You robbed the cradle. I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else is on the docket besides uh, so about that swap and meet And food, I went across the street to the Lloyd Center Mall, which is a very downtown urban mall. Uh, less more the kind that you pull off off the side of the highway and find. This was more, there's everything in there. It's a mecca center. It's like four stories. Yeah, I've still never been in there. <laughs> so I went in there to find food. You said you weren't hungry. And I was like, well, I'll find something. And I passed by the Jamba Juice because the last thing I wanted was another smoothie for the day. And I found a place that was serving mac and cheese. And next to the mac and cheese, the guys behind the counter were pulling out these trays and loading them into the glass uh, covering there. And it was just steamy, melty, cheese-filled strombolis. Yes. Which I can't bite into at this point. <laughs> I got to enjoy it for both of us. So the only reason I got you a stromboli was to hear and see and watch you eat the stromboli that I could not eat and then describe it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, me being the wordsmith that I am, I believe my description was, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> well, a few minutes later when I walked away from the table and then turned around to look at you, you were enjoying that pretty thoroughly, shoving it into your face. <laughs> you got to get it in when you can. Uh, at the time, I was the only person working our booth at the swap meet, so... Uh, when I wasn't busy chatting up the folks that were walking around shopping for games, I had to eat when I could. Right. <laughs> it's just part of the fun. <laughs> so, uh, gaming. Is there one particular or two particular, maybe three games that are sticking out to you this month that we've uh, maybe looked at together or separately? Uh, well, things that we've looked at together. Uh, I think we're both looking at Super Mario and Luigi Paper Jam on the 3DS. So I'm I think we're both really pretty excited to get to into that one. Uh, things that I've looked at separately, uh, I've been trying to get into a game called Fire Pro Super Premium X Wrestling for the Super Nintendo. And I blame Shane for getting me back into pro wrestling, and this game is uh, very intense. So is that an old game, or is that a new game on an old system? That would be a translation of an old game on a Super Nintendo. Ah, so no John Cena. No, no John Cena, but Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, lots of American wrestlers that were real famous back in the 90s. So I'll have fun watching you play that one then. <laughs> Maybe. I think you'll have more fun watching me getting frustrated at it, as it's a very technical game. So to compare it to, say, like a driving game, there's games like Mario Kart, where you can hit the button and you go, and it's very easy. <laughs> and then there's games like Gran Turismo, where you have to figure in the wind and uphill and shifting, and every button does something. But if you hold one of the buttons and do something else, it's another function. What? Yeah, well, this wrestling game is much more like that than it is Mario Kart. So that is not a game that I would play if I'm trying to relax. No, not at all. <laughs> if Mario Kart gives me stress. <laughs> I, I can't beat the first guy. I don't know how to do any of the moves. So it's it's a very weird place for me to be since I'm used to playing games and just kind of jumping in and, and at least being able to hang. I think you'll do fine. No, no. So uh, call back to the Mario Kart. Uh, we had a very unfortunate accident in which you had lost all of our previous game data for many games, one of which was Mario Kart, 
which was the first game that I totally geeked out on on the Wii U. Yeah, that's true. You went through and unlocked everything on it. And, uh, of course, me being the, uh, I don't want to say cheapskate, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the frugal shopper that I am, I was trying to find us a solution to increase the memory on our Wii U. Uh, I've complained about this one ad nauseum on uh, the Bits, Bases, and Baskets podcast. Ooh. I know, name dropping. But, uh, yeah, the Wii U only comes with 32 gigs of memory, which uh, is not a lot compared to other systems. Uh, your Xbox Ones, your PS4s, they come with 500 gigs. Yeah. So we ran out of space on the Wii U very, very fast. But the Wii U does accept USB thumb drives or right. uh, you know, flash memory, uh, however you want to put it. I don't know. I think my mom still calls it that thingy. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I bought one of those that thingies online. Uh, and I, I got it out of China for a super, super smoking deal. 256 gigabytes, which is an insane amount of space on a thumb drive. Oh, yeah. Was $9. Well, it was $9 for a reason, because <laughs> apparently it doesn't work. Oh, I know. I was super bummed out, because uh, that's the first game that I really geeked out on on the Wii U by myself. And uh, not only had I unlocked everything in the 50cc, which is where most people of my gaming caliber kind of stop, but I unlocked everything in the 100cc, and I was starting my journey in the 250cc. Uh, I think so 150 and then 200 is after is that. Is it 250 or 200? I think it goes Either way, the 50, third level. 51, 150, and then 2. So the third level, I was about halfway through that, and so and that's about the point when all the data had been dumped. Yes. <laughs> But that's okay, because last night, I was up a little bit late when you were in bed, and uh, I'm pretty much moving on to the 150. Excellent. So you're right back on it, and you got the joy of unlocking everything again. Not yet. I'm still looking forward to unlocking Rosalina. She was my favorite driver. Well, we'll get you there. Uh, you know, In addition to you losing all of the data on uh, Mario Kart, I lost all of my Splatoon data. Aww. And I was really digging that one for a while. So I got to start that one over as well. Which is funny, because that's a game I wanted, and you ended up playing more of it. Yeah, why aren't you playing Splatoon? <laughs> Everybody's playing Splatoon. I know, I even have the background on my new 3DS. <laughs> you paid for backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> what else was I going to do with that money? I guess that's true. So, a little bit of a subject change. Uh, so, I have written down on this little note here that I wanted to talk about new foods we've tried this month. And for me, as I've mentioned earlier, uh, it's been smoothies. So, we got me some protein powder, and I've just been freezing bananas and adding yogurt and doing stuff to keep me full throughout the day. But for you, I've made some new soups, but then you've had some lunchtime adventures at work. Have I? Killer Burger. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's anything new. I've been a, a stalwart champion of the Killer Burger for quite some time. Maybe I'm just more interested because I can't eat it right now. I think that's what it is. I think you're living vicariously through my uh, my standard choices. So I, I don't think I've really done anything too crazy. <laughs> well, tell me about this Killer Burger in Portland. Well, uh, easily the best burger in Portland, if not, dare I say, the world. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Take that monkey pants in Tempe, Arizona. <laughs> so what you're saying is anytime anybody comes over here to visit us from not Portland. Yeah, Killer Burger should definitely be on the docket. All right. I, I'm also a big fan of them because of the uh, bottomless fries, which is one of the main reasons I like going to Red Robin. Oh, but yeah. there is no reason to go to Red Robin if you can hit up Killer Burger. Bottomless fries. Yes. Yum. Big bottom fries, you make the rockin' world go round. I don't think that's really what the song was saying. No, that's what it was. <laughs> you just don't remember properly. Uh, oh, so uh, Studio Mono Me, as the actual studio, I've been pumping out that coloring book that's coming out. Very nice. And uh, 
for those that maybe don't know the story on the the second edition of your coloring book, uh, what what's the title on it? What's the working title? <laughs> so I'm working on that. Another callback to another podcast that I have nothing to do with. Uh, Can I pet your dog? They have a closed group in which we all talk and share photos of nothing but dogs. And I posted on there asking for some title advice. And I, I think some of the the folks in that group had come up with some pretty good ideas. But my very first coloring book, the theme was women, and so it was called women heart and whimsy so i'm thinking of keeping the same format for this one which is dogs and cats so it'll be maybe pets something and something nice i like it <laughs> that rolls uh, off the tongue <laughs> right so my goal is for uh, this year and the next four years uh to have a total of six coloring books five of which being pet centric so i'm just working on titles on that one but i really surprised myself in that being more or less self-employed on that terms I had a self-schedule and I was like I'm gonna give myself a week to just do rough sketches and uh, I got 20 pages of rough sketches done in one day I would say that's pretty impressive and now we're moving on to the inked part which uh, for people who don't know you might have seen those glowing light tables when you uh, see pictures of maybe some of your favorite comic sketchers and inkers and that's something I use as well I use my own sketches I put a piece of paper on that and a backdrop of light and then I can uh, put on my own inked lines on top of that so we're about halfway through on the inked pages uh, at point it goes to you to do some of the digital uh, editing compiling and fixing <laughs> yes it seems like once things go to uh, the electronic form that's where I step in and help out electronic form and then if I need a carpenter there is that as well. <laughs> so I'm really excited. Um, it's cats and dogs, like I said. Uh, there's going to be some pages that are just dogs. There's going to be some pages that are just cats. And then there's going to be some pages of cats and dogs. Hmm. Sounds like raining. <laughs> Which it has been doing quite a bit of in here in Portland. Um, so one thing that we did mention last time was that we had a very special guest we wanted to talk to and that we had booked for this particular podcast. Yeah, I don't know how we afforded the plane tickets, but uh, I, you heard it here first. Tom Cruise, everybody! <laughs> well, I think he had a, uh, something to do with a motorcycle and couldn't make it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, so who, who is our special guest? So, uh, somebody who's very crucial to Studio Monomi, I think, uh, who's often been the antithesis of what I want to express in terms of joy and jubilation. <laughs> Uh, affectionately known as our studio companion, also uh, more professionally known as Mr. Gus Baggins. Ma'am, 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 ma'am. <laughs> is this thing on? Hi, Gus. Hey, hi, ma'am. So, other people don't y know You're me my mom. Yes. <laughs> so, uh... You're my mom. Gus. Yes. So, uh, what is this thing that you are, are looking at right now? I, I don't know. I I'm a dog. Well, we went through this about ten minutes before we turned on the mic. Oh, oh, okay. So this is a this is a bad dog. No, that's not where you go, <laughs> right? That, that, no. So you're talking into the mic. Hi, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hello, Michael. How are you? So, Gus. People are probably going to be really interested to know. Yep. What's it like? Yeah. To be my studio companion. Well, so. So so mom, she she does the the drawings, and 
so I like to look out the window and I sit next to the heater, which is pretty awesome. Let me, let me tell you about the heater. So the heater is this thing and it, it goes <laughs> and it keeps me warm and it blows hot air on me. <laughs> That's what it's like being in the studio. Well, I can see that from your perspective. You've got a little bed under my table. Yeah, yeah. Mom, what, what's it like for you? So uh, I put my feet on you. Yeah, yeah, you do that. And uh, I'm sitting at the table. And I'm doing my thing on the table while you're enjoying the heat from the Whoa. heater. <laughs> it's the best. And sometimes you get treats. Don't, don't tell Dad or he won't give me any. And sometimes we take you places and introduce you. Yeah. Yeah, you point at me and you go, Oh, this is my Gus Gus! And I go, I know. You're what they call antisocial. No, I'm what they call awesome. But you don't like the company of other dogs. Right, because I'm awesome. Well, that is true. There is no other dog like you. That's true. I look at those other dogs and I go, Hey, hey you, hey you! So, uh... So, Gus. Yeah. I want to tell people about something I brought home from the shop the other day. Was it Dad? The pet supply shop where I work at. That's where you get Dad? No. No. Dad goes to a different place to work. Like, like not your work? Not my work. There's more than one work? There is more than one work. Did someone tell Michael about that? Yes. Okay. So, I brought you home some treats. Yep. Yeah, and I brought you home some stuff that uh, I put in your mouth. No! No! Do you remember that last night? I remember. It was horrible. It was very foamy. It was terrible. (laughs) So I'm a big fan of Tropiclean Fresh Breath Teeth Gel, which Gus is not a fan of. (laughs) You, You held me down and I was like, no, no, nothing in the mouth. That is true. I have to hold you. I have to brush your teeth. It has to be done. But then I didn't stink. But then there's this other stuff, and it comes out, dispenses like foam. Yeah, yeah. It's called Easy Cheese, and it's wonderful. What? Oh, Dad didn't tell you? I don't give you Easy Cheese. Dad does. Aw. We have to have a talk with Dad later. Yeah, Dad says, Gus, don't tell Mom about bacon time, okay? So, anywho, that uh, fresh breath foam did give you fresh breath. And foam. And I didn't have to brush your teeth. That's true. Have you considered using it, Mom? I don't think it would work the same with all this metal on my teeth. If you had metal on your teeth, I think we'd have to do something different as well. I I know you've been a big fan of Sabaton and Nightwish, but you're taking this metal thing a little too far, Mom. (laughs) That's, uh, I can see that from your perspective. Yeah. Uh, so, alright, Gus, what's the best thing about being my dog? Um, I, I like the pizzles, and, and the heater. And food? Yeah, yeah, food, I like food, mm-hmm. and the woo. <laughs> alright, little man. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks so much. I really enjoy it. And uh, to all the haters out there, I say... (laughs) (laughs) All right, so welcome back, honey. Hey, how's it going? (laughs)
Oh. Why is my seat warm? You said that we were going to take a little bit of a break, and uh, now I get back, and it seems like somebody was sitting in my chair. Well, I had Gus on. What? Yeah. But he's a dog. Exactly. I don't understand, but oh well, whatever. <laughs> Maybe that's a lot like this character Oberon, which is a wolfhound in one of my favorite authors' book series. Kevin Hearn, whose new book called Steak came out. Steak? Staked. Staked. Yes. Excellent. But I like steak. Yes. He should write a book about steaks. I think they're working on a meat book from Oberon's perspective. I would read that. I would too. All right. So next month, we're going to have actual two-legged people on our show. Wait, two people with legs? Yeah. Okay. Two people with legs. Like, gee, I hope they have legs and they come visit. <laughs> well, you said. So we've got friends people. that you've known for years and years and years coming up from California to come stay with us. And not only are they going to be on our podcast, but they're starting a YouTube channel and we're going to be on their YouTube channel. All right, everybody. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Which we'll have all the information for to everybody when that happens. The hashtags and the channels and all that good stuff. For now, though, hashtag uh, Studio Mono and me or Smam. <laughs> Let me smam it, girl. <laughs> We're going to partner up with them. We have to. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Flinty Floss, if you're listening. <laughs> so, and I think uh, another thing we have looking forward to in February, uh, and that looking forward to or loathing the expectation of Valentine's Day. Uh-oh. You're giving me that look like I'm supposed to do something. Well, you, well, you've set a precedent. We've done something every year. Oh, geez. See, that's the thing. Is year one, I should have been like, I can't do this. I'm Jehovah's Witness. I don't believe in holidays. <laughs> so, no, you're right. I, I, I've set the table for myself, and now I need to serve. So I will think of something. So likely we're going to need to go out, but for all our friends who uh, are either on the great expectations of Valentine's Day or just really looking forward to the day after chocolate sales, any uh, any thoughts of wisdom to impart from Johnny Mono? Uh, well, if your mother or mother-in-law, depending on which side of the equation you're on, says, uh, hey, I'm going to come and visit you in February, <laughs> make sure to say that you're working on Valentine's Day. That is an exact experience that we had one year. <laughs> was a mother stayed with us over valentine's day yes but we made it work we made it work and skylanders happened always looks like we got through everything <laughs> all right so we we've covered our bases for this month and uh you can definitely come back next month and check us out again we try to make an episode at the end of every month i think the end of every month we can cover what we've been up to what we're doing uh february doesn't seem to have any highlighted events outside of our friends coming up to visit i am Working on posting to the blog more often so people can actually see the art and project updates. Ah, uh, so that's excellent. That is something that will be starting to roll out gradually and then probably more regularly um, by the end of February. Good deal. And if somebody wanted to check out that blog, where would they find it? So we go to www.studiomonoandme.com. That seems so elementary. How could I not have thought of that? And from that website, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Pinterest. Friendster. Um, Stumble upon. AOL Instant Messenger. Uh, All the things. CompuServe. 
and Prodigy, and no. Oh, I do have an account on Food Spotting. If anybody is on there, wait, what? There's an app that is called Food Spotting, and basically the idea behind that is you take a picture of food, whether you made it, your friend made it, or mostly restaurants, and then you put it on Food Spotting, and you swipe right, swipe left if it's good or not good looking. Wait, it's Food Tinder, basically. Wow, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I don't think we're going to beat Food Tinder, people. <laughs> All right, you guys. We wish you much happiness. <laughs> Be artful, friends. We'll see you next month. Bear Tiefel. <laughs> <laughs>